I remember going to bed continuously night after night around 3 p.m. Uh, 3 a.m. in the morning and then waking up at 7 feeling so nauseous when I wake up and just struggling to concentrate and then still powering through the day and then towards the end of the day just falling asleep in, <laughs> on a bus and then just like miraculously waking up on the right bus stop. Welcome everyone to Life is Lisa podcast. Our mission at Life is Lisa is to share people's stories and the challenges that they have overcome so that those who are listening in can get the strength, the courage and the hope to be their better selves. And today we have another special edition of Life is Lisa podcast and I'm your special guest and I will be sharing my personal stories and the topic for this podcast and the theme that I wanted to touch upon is sleep so sleep is so important in terms of recovery healthy lifestyle it's like a crucial component of our lives and uh, for a huge part of my life i was i had this belief that you know sleep is not really important i'll sleep when i die um i have so many things to do and i was really deprioritizing sleep and not taking it seriously and the things were, that I would do were crazy. I remember throughout my whole high school because I had so many different things that I wanted to do. I really wanted to study and get good grades. I had student council, extracurricular activities, seeing friends. So then I remember going to bed continuously night after night around 3 p.m. Uh, 3 a.m. in the morning and then waking up at 7 feeling so nauseous when I wake up and just struggling to concentrate and then still powering through the day and then towards the end of the day just falling asleep in, <laughs> on a bus and then just like miraculously waking up on the right bus stop um, and getting home and then taking a nap and then waking up and doing homework and stuff like that and I just went on with this lifestyle and I was um, doing quite well actually and then same continued university and only later on I started just realizing when I was learning more and more about our brains, our body, neurochemistry, health, sleep and then I started reading about everything that sleep does and I was like oh my god I cannot believe how blindly irresponsible I was by taking sleep so lightly and yeah it's like we spend eight hours plus or minus of our lives uh, of our days sleeping there must be something important happening when we sleep otherwise we we would not um it would not be part of the our evolutionary development that we need so much sleep so sleep is very important and let me also tell you what i discovered uh, about sleep that freaked me out and made me really make sure that I pay attention to it and actually get good sleep. So sleep basically does lots of things, but it's very important for your recovery. So when you sleep, it also not only organizes uh, the short-term memories and basically putting them into the long-term memories so that you can actually remember it um, after a longer period of time, it's also putting different emotions in the boxes and it's signing different labels. So basically like doing the cleanse, you know, many things happen during the day and then it decides what was important and what was not, what you should remember, what you should not. So basically like cleaning the whole space. Um, and also what what's very interesting, brain is like even shrinking in size 
um, like by 20% or so to basically clean out all of the toxins that it has accumulated throughout the day. Um, it kind of like washing the brain, if you can imagine. So just like naming some of the few things that are happening. So, and basically all of those cleansing processes are super important for your concentration, for actually being able to learn and remember things, uh, for feeling rested, um, for overall well-being of your mind and body. So basically you need sleep so much, so you'd rather even one night of bad sleep can have the consequences for the next few months so basically like saying like oh i'm gonna pull an all-nighter study all night long you don't know how much of the downside you're experiencing just by doing that you would be better off like maybe still going to bed and then just because you'll be more productive and more alert you just got the sleep and then you woke up and you've done that um so yeah these are just some of the things that i learned that really made me like oh my god i really need to take this sleep seriously so what I wanted to share with you is a few things that I've learned that are backed by science that actually do work for better sleep. And some of them you can incorporate in your routine so that you always ensure that you have good sleep or at least you set yourself up for success. And others are some tricks that you can do when you are struggling already with the sleep. So for example, on certain nights when you feel stressed and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, this was the intro. Now let's get into it. Let's talk about the routines that are very useful to set up. So personally, a few things that you can do. The good night sleep starts, and here is the unexpected part, with how you spend your morning. Namely, one of the best things that you can do for a good night's sleep is to go outside when you wake up. So you wake up and you go outside for a walk, why is it cool? Why is it important? Because you need to get that sunshine in. And even if it's cloudy, it still works. You do need to get the light on your, on your skin because your skin can read the light. And it's very important for you because then your body recognizes that it's morning, it's time to wake up and it helps with your circadian rhythm because then it's also easier for you to know when it's night and when you should be falling asleep. So you basically give this very natural nudge to your body to realize, okay, it's morning, it's time to wake up. And then it um, becomes very much in tune with that rhythm. And uh, the just going for a walk will help a lot with kicking that, kicking that off. And then, because if you think about it, we were not built for the lifestyle that we currently have. We were not built for spending all our time or the majority of our time indoors. We were not built for having all this beautiful technology and phones with radiated blue light that actually makes you feel very awake. So we need to actually have this do these different things and incorporate them in our routines so that we can actually ensure that we are operating in an environment that we are built for. So going for a walk, exposing to that light, getting the vitamin D is a great way to kickstart your day to make sure that you're more likely to have a good night's sleep if you do that. Then a few things that you can do before you go to bed. So firstly, um, that's something that I'm not personally great at yet, but having a dinner three to four hours before you go to bed. And why is it important? It's because, you know, it takes time to process the food 
and ideally you want the food to be fully processed by the time you go to sleep because otherwise you do fall asleep but then your body is still busy with processing the food so the heart is actually pumping and working hard to pump the blood to your stomach to your gut to basically process the food and then your heart is not relaxing and your body is actually working quite hard and we should actually let it rest you know that that's exactly what sleep is for and that's something that i noticed personally that's why i could say that i'm not great at this yet i have the aura ring and it actually tells me my heart rate and the amount i spent how good i slept um what time i spent in deep sleep or not deep uh, REM sleep light sleep um also what was my heart rate heart rate variability and it just shows me all these important metrics and what I noticed that even if I have dinner around 7 p.m., which is quite early because, you know, you end the work and then I need to cook, it takes time. So I try to eat by 7 p.m. and then I go to bed around 9, 9.30, my, my heart is still not resting fully because the food, I didn't digest the food yet. So my heart is still pumping blood and actually working hard while I'm already asleep which was quite crazy for me. So it was like one of the factors that I decided to look into and actually start paying attention to and trying to put more conscious effort into eating earlier. So that's another thing. Make sure that you have had food three to four hours before you went to bed. And then the next item is try really hard to not look at your, any of screens uh, for at least one hour before bed, or you can get uh, blue blocking glasses um, because basically the screens like computer, um, your phone, TV exert so much blue light and we are not, we, we didn't grow up in an environment where that was possible because blue, we didn't have that much blue light uh, in the evening, you know, the only light you could imagine would be like more yellowish oranges from the fires that people would light up. So that is um, associated with nighttime, but blue time is associated with morning, being alert, being awake. So imagine you're about to uh, go to sleep and then you check your phone and then poof, the bright screen just goes into your eyes and your mind thinks, your whole body thinks it's morning, I need to be awake, alert. And then you it will be really hard for you to just tuning into the relaxed state. So something that I do, I do have the blue blocking glasses. So if I watch uh, TV, uh, which actually makes my sleep worse if I do, but still I always put on the blue blocking glasses because it helps with blocking out the blue light, not fully, but still it's, um, it, it helps. And the other thing is I don't have my phone in my room and that has been a game changer. I don't have a phone in my room. So then I don't check it before I go to bed. I don't get the blue light. I don't even have the temptation to look at it. And I wake up uh, with a wake up plan so that it just becomes bright. And that's how I wake up. I don't need my phone for an alarm. And I love it. Um, so th these are the things that you can incorporate in your routine. And then another thing that you can just make sure that it's permanently set up so is to make sure that your room is as dark as possible. So if try to block out any light when you go to sleep. So for me, the curtains are permanently shut because you basically want to ensure it as it's like as dark as a cave. Because with everything that I'm telling you now, we try to simulate this environment of <laughs> us being the cave people. And <laughs> basically, you know, you it would be pitch 
dark so you know for example when i arrive in the countryside in ukraine where there's no like electricity and stuff it's so dark at night it's crazy and then and then i sleep so well just because it's so 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 dark there so basically with us living in the cities we need to try to simulate this environment remove all the lights to make our bedrooms as dark as a cave that would be great and also another thing that we can do for better sleep is to reduce the temperature of our bedroom if possible i don't have an air con there so it's not possible for me to make it colder but i do notice that when i'm somewhere in the hotel and i can reduce the temperature to a bit colder than usual then i sleep way better so if it's possible for you you can also do it and then another thing that i just recently learned from watching impact theory videos on health was that actually breathing through your nose is very important and we just don't even realize how important it is and how many systems it activates and how actually how many health problems we'll start having when we start breathing through our mouth but many people uh, sleep with their mouth open and regularly breathe through their mouth so mouse um so one of the ways to tackle this is actually to tape your mouse and it sounds hilarious but guys i've tried it a few times and i did sleep better i went into such deep sleep it was incredible but it just looks hilarious so i still don't do it uh, all the time but when i do i sleep so well so i always return back to this technique um yeah so but it does look funny like to scotch tape your mouse <laughs> before going to bed so a few other things that I just wanted to mention as well is that some of the things that disrupt our sleep are alcohol, heavy exercise before going to bed, heavy meal um, before going to bed. So because I mentioned your body then will be working still quite hard and your heart will be beating quite hard. So you will not be getting that full rest. And also caffeine is, plays an important part. Um, so, because the caffeine still stays in your bloodstream for quite a long time, ideally you should not be having, if you do drink coffee, you should not be having coffee after midday, just so that you give enough time for your body to remove the caffeine so that you don't feel still that caffeine and awakeness while uh, you're trying to fall asleep. And then just one of the last pieces of the puzzle that I wanted to mention is it's also very beneficial to have like an evening wind down routine because then you basically, your mind will know and your body will know what's happening. It's like, for example, your wind down routine could be sitting down on the couch and reading a book, having your uh, relaxing tea, herbal tea, um, and then winding down, relaxing into not checking your phone anymore, not getting any intense stimuli and your body will know by this evening routine that you're about to go to bed that's something that i'm still trying to set up and i'm working on currently my evening routine very much varies i do try to either go for a walk um and relax not try try not to work because that i feel like that really wakes me up and starts i start having all of this um anxiety thoughts that do not help me to fall asleep because then i'm in bed laying in bed and just like trying to think how i can sol solve all of my problems um <laughs> which doesn't help to fall asleep and i have a good night's sleep um yeah so i'm trying to i think 
I have nailed down my morning routine. I'm now trying to address my evening routine. But actually having an evening routine where you do relax will be so cool for you because then you can enter the sleeping state and already in a more relaxed state. Because if you think about it, children do have, like small kids always have an evening wind down routine and that's why they fall asleep so easily. One of the reasons why they fall asleep so easily. Um, and just another thing that I learned is um, you can take a hot bath. So if you're really struggling to fall asleep, hot baths relaxes you. And it actually was something that uh, the author of Why We Sleep book wrote. He was saying that um, actually hot bath increases our skin temperature but decreases our core temperature inside. That's why we, go, we fall asleep so much easier. So that could be one of the tricks that you can pull when you need a good night's sleep. So yeah, this is what I wanted to mention to you and I wanted to raise awareness about sleep and its importance. So I hope you enjoyed this video. Let me know if you did and I love you so much. Thank you for watching and I talk to you soon.